Hi, my name is Anne, and I'm a very grateful compulsive eater, relapse survivor, and 100-pounder. Wow, that's a lot of stuff to say. And I've been, you know, let's see, a little background. I've been in program uh, 16 and maybe about three-quarter years. I am just over a month back, uh, excuse me, just over a year back from a relapse, which I will talk about because it's so easy. And I came into the room in 2007 because a therapist told me to go. I didn't want to come. My plan was to come. He didn't go back and tell her I told you so. Instead, I walked into the room, which I still contend is the ugliest room in OA. At that time, the room had baby diarrhea green walls and rusty folding chairs. But there was something in that room. And this beautiful woman came up to me. Probably the deer in the headlights gave it away. She said, are you new? And I said, yes. And she gave me a hug. And I truly believe that that hug is the only reason I am still alive all these years later. I was given the gift of identification at that meeting because I walked into that room knowing that there was nobody else on the face of the earth that did with food the kinds of things I did. And then here's a whole bunch of people who are telling my story. And they read this thing. I don't know if you are familiar with the reading Welcome Home, but if you're not, Make it your business, but they talked about, you know, uh, food under the pillow and in the drawer, and I, I did all that stuff. Talk of, heard about it being a disease of isolation. I would be on my bed with my food. Somebody could knock at my door. I would go to the door, look at the peephole, close the peephole, and walk away and never answer the door. My friends, let me tell you something. That's not living. But that was my life back then. I wasn't suicidal, but if somebody told me I was going to die, I would not have considered it the worst thing that could happen. So we always talk that we have the steps and we have the tools, and the tools are important. You know, I can't imagine trying to do this without the tools. But recovery lies in the steps. And, you know, we have to take them. Step one, that was pretty easy for me. I, was, I had the gift of desperation. There was nothing that, you know, I was going to die. I was killing myself with food. My highest recorded weight is 337. Uh, and... I just I lived for, for food. That was the only thing that made me quote unquote happy. It really didn't, but I didn't know that at the time. But you know, at that first meet, meeting, they introduced me not only to the whole concept of program, but also to the concept of service. Now I didn't know at the time, and I used to say it wrong, but my very first service really, and everyone on the phone tonight is giving service because showing up is service. 
every one of you on the line tonight is doing service to me. And as you'll find out in a little bit, I need you right now desperately. So thank you all for being there. But at the end of that meeting, they also introduced me to this. They said, oh, we're having a business meeting. Do you want to stay? I had no idea what they were talking about. But there was something in that ugly room that I wanted. And these people wanted me. So I said yes. And then these ridiculously joyous people who were just, you know, too happy to be real said, well, next week is our anniversary meeting. Would you like to help? Again, what's an anniversary? I had no idea, but they asked for my help. So, wow. So, my, which I used to call my first service until I realized showing up was my first service and staying for the business meeting was a second service. But so the third service was to bring a little bag of splendor for, for the anniversary party. And at that second meeting, I was given the gift of hope. Again, I didn't realize it right away because there were two speakers. And I took all nice notes about the gentleman who was speaking. Couldn't tell you his name. A good speaker. But there was a woman, and she was beautiful and thin, and she was a 100-pounder. And she gave me the gift of hope that not only could I lose the weight I needed to lose, but I'd lost 100 pounds twice before, 90 pounds three times. She gave me hope. Not only could I lose the weight again, but I didn't have to go back. And that to me was an amazing concept because I was 54 at the time and I'd been dieting since I was like 15. So this idea of not gaining it back, you know, People talk about yo-yo dieting. No, 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 no. I pendulum dieted because I would have 90, 100-pound swings. And whenever I – I never lost the weight. I sent it on vacation, and it came back with souvenirs. So if I lost 100, I'd gain 110. And they told me that, you know, in that first and second that I, I had to be abstinent. But they didn't really tell me how. So – now, you remember, I still didn't really want to be there because I'd had a bad experience many, many years before. But I said, okay. And my first abstinence was three meals, two snacks, and anything goes. Now, for someone who used to eat 24-7, I started losing weight, and there was something there. And the encouragement and the love, and I kept going. And then they said, you know, you, you, you got to work the steps. So I bought the step book and I bought the workbook because while I was looking for a sponsor, you know, they can not always easy to find. I started working the steps through the workbook on my own. Now, is that the best way to do it? No. Is it better than not doing them? Absolutely. We need to live in the steps. Recovery lies in the steps, and I can't say that enough. So that's what I did. And then I found a sponsor, and we, it, where I was at the time, we had this thing where you would meet your sponsor. You go, they take you through the thir- first three steps through a series of uh, 30 questions, 
which corresponded to the first three steps. And then you'd have a little step-up ceremony, which is beautiful because the sponsor and sponsee uh, recommit to the living the 12-step lifestyle. And um, at the end of it, I actually asked her to take if she would take my fifth step. Now, that first fourth step I did, I did it on my own, trying to make sense of it by myself through the the OA 12 and 12 in the big book. So it was half-assed. But guess what? The only way to do it wrong is to not do it. I have done many, many fourth steps in many different ways over the years. But that's where I started. So throughout the years, in and, you know, always doing service, service became a big part of my recovery. I was going, my average was uh, three to four meetings a week. And that worked for me. But, and this is where I'm going to talk about the relapse a little bit. After years, and believe me, program got me through the death of both of my sisters. My younger, my, my younger sisters were identical twins, and they died 11 months apart. They were also my best friends. And yet I got through that abstinently. But then I became a little complacent. A combination of complacency and the fact that I probably actually lost more weight than was healthy for me, started putting on weight, which scared me. Didn't realize that I was just getting to what should be my actual weight. And I started to get complacent, wasn't doing as much service. Now we're getting into COVID and you can't go to face-to-face. You've got to be on Zoom or on the phone and it's not the same. And I was struggling with the food. And that's all I could say. I'm really struggling. I told my friends, I'm really struggling. And one day at a big book meeting that I went to, they read Crossing the River of Denial. And I said, am I in denial? And yeah, I was in denial. It was, thank God I didn't go into a 100%, you know, back to before, but I was gaining weight and I was miserable. Now I have always, like I said, recovery lies in the steps. And I do the workbook like every year. And at that point when I read, I realized I had not, done one question in the workbook in about six months and I had to admit I was in relapse and I had to claw my December 1st of last year I had that of coming out of of relapse this has been a horrendous year for me this time last year, I was uh, waiting for my mother to die. I got through that absently. Actually, I was given the gift of recovery, of abstinence, just before we found out that she had COVID. And that was what did her. And she was 100 years old, but you're never ready to lose your mama. And so that was the start. That's how I started 2023, waiting for my mother to die. That was Christmas 23, 
New Year's, she died February 5th. I was abstinent through it all. Thank you, God. Had, had I not, had I not been living in the steps, I would probably, to get 330, I would probably weigh 400 pounds or more by now. And I just kept working the steps, working with a sponsor, doing a one of those 15-week step studies, working the steps, getting to meetings. Uh, I have to excuse the fact that my dog is barking here because she doesn't like me to be on the phone. And I can't put her inside because I have a very small apartment and you'll still hear. So that's God's grace. If you hear any, if you hear what sounds like a dog barking, it's just God's grace all over you. But uh, this year has been hard, but I kept working. I found a new food plan that's working for me. Come November 3rd, last month, or actually it's uh, seven weeks ago tonight, I was in a very, very serious car accident. And, you know, so grateful to God that they weren't scraping me off the ground, that I'm alive. Nothing's broken, but I have herniated discs and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm a mess and and miserable. But again, work every day. I said, God, show me what to do. I don't know what to do next, you know, physically, financially, the car, all this nonsense of the world. I'm overwhelmed. And, of course, I'm a compulsive eater in recovery, but I am a compulsive eater. And my first thought is, if I eat some crap, it's going to help. But I know eating crap won't help. So I look for the gratitude. And that's a big point that I want to make. Gratitude is such, look for the gratitude. And it doesn't have to be big stuff. It doesn't have to be they didn't scrape me off the road. It could be that nothing was broken. It could be that I'm not losing money because I'm retired. So I'm not losing any income. There's so, you know, little things. The, the guy who hit me, he wasn't seriously injured either. Thank you, God. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I wish bad things on him. But as soon as I wish it, especially when I, in the beginning when I was in excruciating pain, I stopped and said, God, forgive me. I don't mean that. Bless him. Gratitude can change your mind. When, when, I got the reminder that I was speaking tonight. You have no idea how much I wanted to bail. I'm tired. I'm cranky. I don't feel good. I don't want to. And I'm going out. I, I, Ten minutes before this meeting, I walked in my door from a 12-step a, a uh, search service. Gentle reminder, you have five minutes left. Thank you which I guess because I hadn't been to church in over seven weeks, which left me feeling really lost. I said, I don't, so my first thing, no, I got to go to church. I'm not, I'm not going to speak at that meeting. And you go, I said to myself, stop. You can be home in time for this and you need to do the service. Service is good for you. Oh yeah, it is. Okay, service is slimming. Yes, service is freeing. Service gives you so much more than what I guarantee you. I'm hoping 
you know, God, because I, I prayed, coming back, I, I prayed, God, give me the words tonight that somebody needs to hear. So if you hear even one word that I say that touches you, thank your higher power, because it's not me. Because if I had the words, I wouldn't have to be here. But service is a great thing to do, and it doesn't have to be big. Remember that little bag of splendor. Little tiny service, big effect on me. And this is December. And, you know, the, 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 the principle of step 12 is service. So, you know, step up and step out of yourself. Because, you know, the promise of, say, uh, that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Well, guess what? This accident made me feel useless and full of self-pity. But right now, having been over with my 12-step fellows at, at the church and now talking to you, I feel a lightness coming over me that I haven't felt in nearly two months. It's about prayer. Like I said, every day, multiple times a day, God, show me, remind me who I have to call. Make, give me the strength to make this phone call. Get me out to the doctor yet again. Sometimes lately it's been as much as five times a week. You know, I'm t- but okay, but I only have to do it today. And that's what I day in today. And what I try to do is to remember that I need to live today the best I can, which will build a better tomorrow. But I only got to get through today. I only have to get through today. And no matter what this accident, no matter what the, the evil one, no matter what the world tries to throw at me, God is stronger than all of that. And and if you have a problem with the word God, it's just a name I give my higher power. But my God is going to get me through this. Two minutes left. And if I can give you Whenever I speak, my my hope is that I can pass on to you the gift of hope. Because if I can go go from where I was to where I am, I'm despite the relapse, despite everything that's happened this year, I'm maintaining about 122 pound weight loss. Not bad. Do I need to lose a few more? Yeah. Okay, that's what relapse does. It puts it back. But you don't have to. Just don't get complacent. Complacency is what killed me. The steps is what gives me a life beyond my wildest dreams. And and you can have it. You just got to do the work. There is no magic wand. You know, I wish there was. Had somebody say to me, if I had the magic wand, I'd, I'd run it over you and over over me. He said, I'd run it over me first and then I'd use it on you. There is no magic wand. It's just time and, and, and faith and trust. You know, step one, that's just pretty easy, especially for us 100-pounders, because we're pretty damn desperate because we've tried, we've tried it all. Been there, done that, maybe succeeded, maybe not, but always ended up failing. But the recovery it's not about the weight loss. That's that's big. And don't get me wrong. I like having a much healthier body. But the the peace and serenity that in spite of what's all going on in my life right now, 
that I can turn to God and the 12 steps and get what I need to be at peace. That's, that's a blessing. And my wish for you this holiday season, no matter what you say, I say, say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I don't even know there's all these things. But, you know, this time of season, whatever people say to you, take it. Because all the holidays at this season are about peace, love, joy, happiness. And that's what we can get from the 12 steps. So I'm going to end with happy holidays. Have a blessed and abstinent holiday season. It's the best gift you can give yourself. Way better than anything else that you can find. And again, if you heard even one word tonight, thank you, higher power. My name is Anne. I am a compulsive eater. My uh, phone number is 718-570-4735. You may recognize 718 as New York, but I actually live in Florida now. Uh, so it's Eastern time. I take calls 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, my email is mom. 910 at hotmail.com. If you, if you don't get me, oh, I always take texts on that phone number. If you don't get me, please leave a message because I, I can be hard to get sometimes. Thanks for listening and thank you for allowing me to be of service.